Hi, it's Alyssa Sequoia here. Welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. I've named this the Let It Flow Show. I'll be sharing stories, experiences, thoughts, and ideas, and just whatever flows through in the moment. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy. And now it's time for the Let It Flow Show. A lot of stuff happening, and my husband my husband was feeling it yesterday, and he was kind of in a state and feeling stressed and anxious and overwhelmed. And I know in those times, the best thing to do is move. And if you have a natural area, like a wooded area, go to the woods. So I said, honey, let's go. Let's go take a walk in the woods. Um, Move that energy around. You know, don't let it be stagnant in your body and sit with it. So we off we went to the woods to do a a little walk in this wooded area. We actually haven't been there in so long. Um, And it's an adorable little wooded area with a flowing stream. Um, Lots of snakes and frogs and whatnot. If we're lucky, we... A, a glimpse of some of those creatures, and sure enough, it turned into a, um, an eventful little walk in the woods, more than we we ever imagined. Um, because yes, we did see a snake, a beautiful garter snake, garter snake. Um, grew up with those around, so I'm familiar with them. So uh, caught caught a glimpse of a snake, filmed it, did a little video of it. And uh, we went down down to the water, and um, my husband my husband was actually looking really cute, uh, and he's also a yoga teacher. So um, I did a little impromptu photo shoot of him sitting on a beautiful rock by the flowing water, and a little video of him in his meditation prayer uh, position, and then. Um, as we were walking back, uh, what do I see but uh, two Hasidic Jews having sex against a fucking tree? Yeah, two Hasidic Jews, because they've taken over a small part of the area, uh, you know, in the town I live in. And um, there they are having sex in the woods. And I just didn't didn't want to see that, you know, but I did. And um, stopped and stared for a second, couldn't help it. And we turned around and went the other way. But they knew we saw. So they very uh, casually stopped doing what they were doing as if, you know, to pretend they were just kind of, slowly getting dressed or, you know, like we didn't startle them, just, they were in that pretend mode. I am Jewish by descent, you know, but honestly, honestly, I don't know the first thing about it. Really, I don't. I, uh, I'm not a religious person. Um, 
Oh my God, sorry. is that okay? Is that okay? Is that okay? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here in suffering. It's kind of Jewy, right? So I don't know. It's like the Jew police is going to come fucking arrest me over here. You know? I'm serious, you know, and I saw some of those Hasids. Are there any Hasids here tonight? Any of them, though? Because I wanted to ask a question, you know. I was just uh, wondering what... Uh, what kind of what kind of God that you're worshiping that has such a terrible fashion sense? You know, I mean, really, what kind of God puts that together? I, I don't, I'm not understanding that. You know what I mean? Because that's a, it's a very severe look for for every day. You know what I mean? I think I think only really penguins can pull that off on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was our our little stress-relieving walk-in-the-woods experience. Snakes, photo shoots, and Hasid's having sex. here. Uh, The buds on the trees are about to explode. And it's going to be incredible here in just a matter of a week. Even some of the magnolia trees have begun their gorgeous pink blooms. And it is just beyond exciting, honestly. I, I, it's all I could do to contain my excitement over, over the blooming, over spring coming, over the leaves on the trees. And this is why I live on the East Coast, because I absolutely love the seasons, that sense of renewal. And it's, uh, I just feel really lucky uh, to be here and witness this and for the, for the beautiful amazing things that are here now that are still here and and that's that's where i have to put my focus on what's here and what's good right now um <clears throat> i've been putting together a reel uh to submit to agencies for bookings auditions so I'm putting together a reel of my stand-up. And I don't know if I have any stand-up comics listening to this podcast, but there is something, it's just like, I don't know what it is, and I can't really find the exact word for it, but it seems close to impossible to ever capture a great set. If you do an amazing, magical, great set. Chances are the recording totally sucks. It didn't get recorded or something else that just, it's just feels like you can't capture it. 
It's almost like this ethereal, magical, elusive, wild thing that cannot be recorded or contained. You know, but then I think about Live on the Sunset Strip with Richard Pryor, and it's like, man, they got it. They got that. They got that shit. That was my school. That was my school. That was like my college. My version of college was watching that. You know, it was like, yeah, right. You know, when I first saw Richard Pryor and he was just able to find the funny in the pain, I was like, "Uh uh-huh, that's, that's it right there. That's what I'm going to, that's, that's how, that's how, that's how it's done. Okay. This man is showing me how to turn my pain into my gold. He's doing it. And, and so that's, that's what I latched on to. I already knew. I already knew it was there. Like the wind, you touched everything. Laughter, the sweetest sound in our soul. Never knew that there was something beautiful. Living in my pain. Got the love of the world singing your praise. But that couldn't put the light in your days. But in your darkness, you still gave and gave. And when will we fly again? Richard, my friend, when will we fly again? When will we fly again? Richard, my friend, when will we fly again? Testify pure magic, you made our souls fly. And when will we fly again? Richard, my friend, when will we fly again? When will we fly again? Richard, my friend, when will we fly again? like an old black man trapped in the body of a short, white, cute Jewish girl from Westchester's body, 
You know, so that's what I identified with his voice. I was obsessed with tanning cream before being orange was a was a thing because of Trump. You know, I did it first, okay? I did it first. I was I was orange first, man. So, anyways, I've been putting together this reel and I met with a uh, local videographer and filmmaker, friend of a friend, nice guy, uh, and go to, go to his place, his spot, which is um, really close to my house. So we sat down and started piecing together bits of my, my stand-up, and just every single bit, it was just frustrating the hell out of me because it was like one bit included something that I wanted there but didn't include something else you know like like a great laugh or anyways it was like every single bit was great however it had something missing so I was wrestling with all of that and it was tough you know it was a tough wrestle match so I said listen let's stop let me just like you know sit on breathe and meditate on everything we just did um, you never know. Sometimes my mind does work and can f- have all of a sudden the gift of a, a visual to see how things are supposed to go. So let me see if that happens. Let me let me take a think on it, you know. But um, going back to being at his house with him, his wife told me that he had written a screenplay. And I was kind of like, wow, cool. I mean, I'm like, love film. And I was also like, hmm, maybe there's a chance, you know. I could uh, get a role in this perhaps somehow. So I mentioned it to him. And I, as I was leaving, he was like, I was like, what? You, I would like to learn more about the screenplay I heard you wrote. He was like, oh, yeah. It's a horror film. I'm so excited because people, I told it about already having nightmares. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no, 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 thank you. You know, horror, no, absolutely fucking not. Okay. I can't even watch the fucking news. I can't even watch commercials. I have zero tolerance level, zero, less than zero for any kind of violence. You know, I'm trying to fucking heal from the trauma of my childhood, of my life. I've, I grew up in a horror movie. Okay. I grew up in a fucking horror film and I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to protect my energy and what I bring into my body, mind, soul, my house that I live in, my body. Right. So I go, no. Actually, we're not going to talk about it. Sorry, I, I can't, I can't, I, you know, and if somebody, and if he did offer me like a role or if somebody did offer me a role in a horror movie, no, no, thank you. I don't care how much money you pay me. I cannot be part of that. You know, I don't even know if I could be part of a, a, a television show or a film that had guns in it. You know, when I, when all this shit happened with Alec Baldwin, I was like, yes, yes, art imitates life. And if you're going to portray violence 
and the usage of guns to the masses. That's fucking irresponsible. Something's going to happen. You know, I, I, I mean, it's just inevitable. It's inevitable. So you just, people don't understand, I think, that are in the film business and the television business. You know, what kind of if information and, and film you know, you're, you're distributing to the masses to take in, to see. Because the mind, you know, is power. Visual imagery is very powerful for the human mind. You don't know. You don't know how many crazy people are out there. You don't know what people have been through. You don't know, you know, who you're going to, how you're going to affect people's minds with that. It's just fucking irresponsible. I will tell you something that happened many years ago. I went on an audition in Manhattan to this little, you know, studio room. It was for a film. And the guy who wrote the film was Hispanic. And I walk in there and I had the script and I read for the part and the room was full of people on his end, you know, in his in his posse, in his camp that was going to be making and producing the film. So I read for the role which is an anchor person. And the funny thing is the script was in like fucking broken English because the guy was Hispanic. He was a Spanish speaking person. However, he, the, the, the script was like a, a broken English, right? So I read for this news anchor who was like, today's it's going to rain and it's going to rain tomorrow. I don't know what I was saying. I don't even know if that was Italian just now. But my point is he wrote it the way he, was spe- he, he spoke. When I was finished reading from the script, everybody was clapping. And it was like one of the most amazing auditions I've ever had in my life. Just let it go. Didn't think anything of it. Just thought, wow, that was a cool experience, right? I get the call. I got the part in the movie. Fine. Great. So it was like two days of driving out to Brooklyn from Manhattan and shooting in this apartment my role as a news anchor. It was hysterical, the way the script read, okay? And it, what I realized was I, I was reporting on some horrible event that had happened to some young woman. And the way he described the movie was just about the many ways we communicate with each other in times of extreme distress. And it used to be smoke signals, and how it's evolved over time to being all these different things. Had Okay, so we filmed, wrapped it up for me, for my part. A couple months later, we get to see he sent us some of the scenes and invited us to a rap party. And when I look at some of the scenes, I realize, oh my God, this is a, this is a fucking horror movie. I just was in a horror movie. Like, I had absolutely no idea. And I was horrified. So I just... And they used my music. They used one of my songs. I was acting in it. And it was a fucking horror movie, unbeknownst to me completely. So somewhere, 
I'm in a horror movie, and I, it, I just disassociate myself from it. I never said anything about it before because I don't want to be associated with that energy. I'm working on producing an event, a monthly event in the town that I live, and I'm thinking about what to call it. And because there are so many things that I love, the comedy, the music, the film, and there's so many amazing creative people around me where I live in this town, so I want to be able to do an event that incorporates all these things, even food, um, because I'm an amazing cook, and I cook hypoallergenic paleo food. So I decided to call it the goodie bag, because who doesn't love a goodie bag? There's so many fun treats to discover in it. And I already have my first event planned, and I'm looking forward to that. And actually today, for the very first time in my life, I taught a class. I call it moving meditation. And I did it this morning to a group of nurses and it was a phenomenal experience. So this is where I'm at right now in this place, which it's so perfect because that's what's happening in me. And when I look outside and see the buds on the trees and the flowers coming, I see the same thing happening. I see this becoming. I will become clear in my vision and I will manifest it. And I'm really excited about it. So I just wanted to share that with you. I want to encourage everybody listening to set your intention and work on your manifestations sending big love massive bear hugs peace so that's a wrap for the let it flow show thank you so much for listening and i hope you enjoyed it I'm Alyssa Sequoia, and until next time, take care. For more information about where to find me, go to alyssa360.com. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A 360.com. Much love and peace. Peace.